0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time.
1: This week on The Kindness Project, we talk pairing tea, deep questions, and we have part two of our interview with Usha Chudasama.
0: Hi, and welcome to another scintillating episode of The Kindness Project. I'm Chris Dames, and I'm joined by a girl who thinks that putting tea, no, putting bread <laughs> into tea, isn't even a debate worth having, it's Charlotte Dames.
1: And from the tone of the, I'm joined by a man who, from the tone of his voice, clearly doesn't know what scintillating means. It's Chris Dames.
0: <laughs> so, right, I know that you don't think this is a, a debate worth having, but let's just talk about this, right? Can you legitimately, if you want to, if it's your bag, and I'm not saying it's mine, get your bread and dip it in your tea?
1: Yes, but I wouldn't.
0: Okay, at Russ, I was, uh, we, sorry, we are joined by a man who is uh, wearing a very natty black shirt today with a work jumper. <laughs> it's Russell, Dames. What's your opinion on uh, tea and bread? I wouldn't dip bread. What would you. Okay, what would you. I think, I think bread would go too sucky.
1: Yeah, you'd end up you with bread liquid. in your tea. Right. As
0: soon as you add liquid to it, it makes a pulp. Doesn't well, it? how about roll? Would you dip a roll? No. No, oh,
1: it did the same thing.
0: About, like it's a waste of a good roll. Okay, right, let's let's see what the line is. Would you dip a biscuit? Yeah. Yes. Would you dip a hobnob? Yeah. Yes. A hobnob is a biscuit, it's just a different would kind of you,
1: biscuit.
0: Would you dip a Jaffa cake? No. Yes. Oh, see, there's trouble in trouble in paradise. <laughs> Charlotte says no, Russ says yes. Would you dip a piece of cake?
1: You'd pour the tea on the cake, oh. but you wouldn't put the cake in the tea. You'd pour the tea on the cake.
0: <laughs> okay, I'd love to dip your red in that. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: people do that, they um.
0: Can I dip me, coffee? Is that? Is no, but that...
1: people do that. They like put stuff over cake and then.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's that's normal. Yeah. it doesn't melt.
0: Yeah. Okay. You
1: bread, How about tea? a scone? How are we
0: feeling about a scone in your tea?
1: No, you pair scones with tea. You don't.
0: No. Oh, you no. pair <laughs> scones with
1: tea. Oh, you pair. A- oh,
0: you're so middle class. You <laughs> pair scones oh, with tea. Scones are yeah. quite uh, quite crumbly. Yeah, I they know. are. But you know what you do I'm sure with they scones you're wet. Us. do yeah, you know what more. you actually do with scones Leave me tea? alone. Pair em. You pair them. You pair scones with You're tea. You something new in these middle-class <laughs> I, know, I don't tell I know. you. I, I, I actually pair my scones with tea. I pair my bread with tea and then I dip it in. <laughs> I've actually never ever... See, I've, I've never ever really personally dipped... Um, in tea, but I've seen it done. About oh, about this one, about toast, because I've seen that happen yep. quite a lot. I can see how toast would work.
1: I mean, it could work, but I wouldn't do it.
0: Oh, I
1: wouldn't okay. do it,
0: but I can see how it would work. Would it it hold
1: together. Yeah.
0: Just, a, just a quick question: Would you pair tea with toast?
1: Hey, <laughs> I prefer a coffee
0: with my taste oh, okay. you pay a coffee with taste yeah, yeah. You guys just visual,
1: leave me alone I have an official
0: question An <laughs> official question of the podcast is what food and <laughs> drink would you pair together?
1: <laughs>
0: My yeah. name's Charlotte, middle class names. <laughs> I pair to <tea> <laughs> taste. Oh, I love it. I love that phrase. You pair to with cake. Um, or tea with scones. Anyway, um, let's talk about this week's official question of the podcast that I've actually lost and I'll need to find again. In the meantime, Charlotte's going to tell us uh, what's going on in terms of getting in touch with us. <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to ask me to waffle again, and I'm not very good at that. No, because I
0: pay you the task every week of letting people know where they can get in touch. Oh,
1: that's a tickle! <laughs> that's a tickle! Don't
0: tickle me in the middle of a podcast
1: recording. <laughs> no, Twitter, we're at ola Kindness. Facebook, if you're driving the search bar, The Kindness Project. Uh, if you email us at ola at uk, and the website is www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. And
0: uh, we have an Instagram, but I don't know how to access it. So. Oh, well, uh, news to me. I mean, we only found out that was we had an Instagram, but apparently we had. Um, so the, this week's question of the podcast is a bit more of a thoughtful one. Um, what is something you'd wished you'd figured out sooner? What do you think your something you wish you'd figured out sooner is that. <laughs> But I think there's a lot of things I've done a lot of self discovery lately, as you know, and yeah, there's a lot of things that I could have been doing a long time ago. And yeah, but the future didn't have the confidence. So, I suppose for you, it's capability, isn't it? Yeah, you're capable of a lot more than you realize. Yeah, yeah, how about you,
1: Charlotte? Um, no, move on. I'm
0: okay, You haven't got one... Yeah, it's quite a deep question, thoughtful question, isn't it? Um, uh, but we'd love to hear what you think. You know, what What's the one thing you wished you would have known um, before now? Um, and, yeah, please let us know and we'll happily share it. Should we move on with the show?
1: Yes. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> so last week we talked about um, uh, uh, the... Things um, that people have done to make their experience, particularly in the last year, uh, a bit more of a positive one. And I shared um, Fiona Heakin's story um, from Surrey, who during during lockdown uh, effectively transcribed all her mum's diaries... So that she had this lasting memory of her mum. She now feels like she's got a friend um, the, the, of her mum, of her 17-year-old mum. Uh, this week, i want to talk about uh, a lady called Priyanka um, from London, who um, shared... Uh, her passion for dancing. So during lockdown, um, she um, decided to take her dancing skills to Instagram and started to provide free online dance lessons every Sunday to help people stay at home, keep fit and learn something new. Uh, in addition to that she also raised over a thousand pound for nhs charities and after she stopped the tutorials um she decided to continue posting videos of her dances because her feedback was really positive so um people were really enjoying it um and it also made her happy and her philosophy on that is we all need to smile in these tough times. What do you think of that? That's really nice. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, and what I also want to share is um, Jim Hodgkins' his story uh, of him his work um, during lockdown. Uh, and his lockdown project was to walk every street in St Albans. Um, Jim said the first Monday the clocks went back in October... I realised I couldn't handle walking the dog round the corner in the dark every night, and he needed a clever way to like the dark and cold and make up for missing an hour's walking every day on my commute. Um, he, d- um, he took a photo of an A to Z and started doing walks, going up the end of every cul-de-sac, all recorded on Strava. Then at home, I coloured the walking on my map. I did some uh, some of the weekends in daylight but most in the dark Uh, there was very little traffic um and if he needed to he could walk in the road altogether he did 150 miles on 45 walks ending at the most famous St. albans the old monastery heidi a german wire hair pointer and a trained therapy dog who visits um hospital dementia wards when there isn't a pandemic Walked with Jim... Down every single street. Nice. And I think actually walking during lockdown has been the, you know, the, like just, just so people could get out and about, su- support their mental health, yeah. and maintain a bit of sanity has been really important over the past year, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, and a big shout out to uh, my wife, Cassie, who's doing a, um, a charity fundraiser at the minute to um, help um, uh, an amazing charity in Sue's name raise money by walking quite a long way. So well done for Cassie f- for doing that. We'll carry on mentioning the stories of um, lockdown heroes um, getting through um, the last year in their own unique ways. And next week, I'm going to start with a story about a 51-year-old skateboarder. I nice. That. So this week, we're going to um, have part two of our interview with Usha Jutsama, uh, the creator of Healing Feeling. She's a psychotherapist, NLP master trainer, and she leads workshops in personal development, um, primarily around parenting. She works with parents and kids. Um, we had a really wide-ranging interview talking about parenting, mm. the support she gives, the books she writes about this subject, um, and this is part two of our interview. Would you like to hear it? Yep. I th- you know what? I think raising awareness is key, isn't it? You know, talking about the fact that yeah. I think for me, there's two elements. Number one, admitting that we all go through poor mental health moments, you know, mm-hmm. no matter how robust or perfect your life life looks like. Just admitting that, you know what, I have rubbish days as well is, is, mm-hmm. is, is key. But also yeah. just opening the dialogue is important, isn't yeah. it?
2: Uh, And, you know, one way that we have opened the dialogue since um, 2020, we noticed that lots of children, like I said, you know, they've got the Jackal and Hyde character. Um, Researchers showed that, you know, if if a child at the age of, say, 10 years old is experiencing a trauma, it takes about another 10 years before they openly admit that they're having some problems and then... um, accept the help and by that time it might be a little bit late yeah. you know they might not be able to experience it so the what what we've done is Um, started a legacy now campaign and the legacy now campaign is going to continue for years i think Um, we'll do different things but what we started off with was getting parents to download a pack where it's got about 25 different activities for them to do with their children to play
0: and that's what you've been doing the videos on haven't it? (laughs) Uh, it on the individual activities do you want to share a couple of those with us
3: yeah, so there are all um, <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of activities um that you can do and we tried to pick things that were easy for everyone to access. Um so it could be as simple as going for a walk in nature together. Um and just we're going to walk the dog later Could do that. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <Is> that not- <laughs> 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 oh my god All right. there's a variety of examples one <laughs> example yeah. um another one could be baking cookies together or whatever you like to bake um do yeah. a jigsaw puzzle together um play dress up yeah but uh, it's
0: about finding those things that unite you isn't it and and just and just yeah, sort of doing...
1: and we had the whole meditation thing
0: well we we did it was funny we invited a meditation expert onto the podcast and right. tried live meditation on the podcast yeah Trying to do it when you're, you're, you're hosting the podcast isn't the way to go. I think you need to free <laughs> yeah, yeah. your mind from anything <laughs> the like... Both,
1: the both of us were trying to touch the keyboard to fix the camera that, and the
0: mic at work. I've got to say, Adrian is amazing. So, Adrian, if you are, I know he listen to the podcast. If you are listening to this, we really oh, appreciate it. listening. And it yeah. says something about our emotional maturity that when... <laughs> When he bought, he bought a gong, and when he pressed the gong, we started laughing. I mean, that's not that's not the way to do it. Clearly. Well, so they did we,
2: say that you know, when you're uh, when you're going to start a meditation, make sure you're not driving. Make sure everything else is turned off. <laughs> so
0: right, that's a really good tip. Don't not drive while you're doing your faces
1: and just. <laughs> Um, yeah
0: yeah, yeah, no that that's the problem because we were doing a video interview it was it was when we were doing the the in lockdown Mum, wasn't it um we were we were very much um we were very much trying to focus on recording the podcast while doing it you had
1: your eyes closed and were still trying to man the computer (laughs) (laughs) whole face was like you
0: won't help. one eye open one eye shut not a good good
3: well, um, that's the fun thing about this, um, the campaign and doing things together. It means that the adult can bring out their inner child yes. and you can both have fun together. Yeah. Like, that's also the point of it. You know,
0: you know what? I mean, I, I'm, I, funny enough, I'm, I'm writing a book about the Kindness Project to the minute. Um, and, uh, um, I'm hoping it's more popular than my pensions book. <laughs> so, no, I'm sure it will be. But um, uh, certainly one of the things that we spoke about, and, and again, you, you guys will find it as well, We've got because we're 100 odd episodes in now, aren't we? Um, we, yeah. we've got this bank of memories mm-hmm. of us, like this audio legacy of us <laughs> just spending time together. Um, uh, talking about all sorts of weird and wonderful and different stuff. <laughs> just um, um uh, a real, but, but also pleasure. something that we can look back nostalgically in 10 years' time and go, you know what, that was a really it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, the mission of the Kindness Project is is to share some positive stories around the world and talk to interesting people. But actually... It's been beneficial for us to build a tighter, closer relationship. You
2: know what, Chris? That's that's the same with us. You know, uh, the whole point. I uh, well, my whole intention was, the inspiration was that I want to make the world a better place for her. But actually, it's making the world a better place for other children and other parents. And the legacy that we're uh, leaving is that we want to empower these parents to raise these happy children, so that because they're going to be ch- uh, parents. And they're going to run our countries.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right?
2: So we want to leave that legacy. And it's been fun doing that together.
0: Yeah. I suppose suppose one one of the interesting things is I think we've all got challenges and issues with our life. How do you... Coach a parent to be better with their kids if they're carrying potentially their own emotional baggage.
2: And, and that is exactly my USP, if you like. So when when so at the moment, OK, I'm working with a couple of parents and um, he's very um, the dad is very um, locked into his own um Personality, and he said, "Oh, th- this has to be this way, and it can't be that way." Whereas the mom is, "Look, let's be open." And but what it turns out to be is that there are things from their own past which is unresolved. Okay, mm-hmm. so to be better parents is about un, you know, uh, opening up those layers. It within the parent and helping them to overcome those things because how can you give something if you don't have it yourself yeah Yeah, so it's about helping them to go and it's not about being better parents about being better people really and be more conscious about and and more aware of what they're doing with their parenting so I um,
0: i suppose part of it is what the what people's perceptions of what being a daddy's or being a man is or being a mum or being a daughter and sometimes those... Perceptions aren't particularly helpful, are they? No, you know, no. like I think we have got a. I, I in any, anything I do, and in everything I do, I like to have fun. So, apologies for calling your business feeling healing. I think you should definitely start a side, side. No, you know, no,
1: no, 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 not doing oh, it. No, okay, no. We're not.
0: <laughs> no. Um, but I, I think I think sometimes that what holds us back. Do you see that? Do you see the way that I went from super like sort of silly to super serious? I do that quite a lot. (laughs) Um, So I think part of the point is being in a situation where actually... Um, you're, I've completely lost my thread. Um, um, actually, actually, um, um, that sort of as a dad, you've got to be serious, and you've got to be about money all the time, or you've got to be working all the time, or you've got, you know, why are you just copying me now? Actually, breaking down some of those barriers helps you to 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 do different stuff, right?
2: exactly and you know what the the words healing feeling was actually a testimonial from a parent uh who said oh i've got the healing feeling and uh you know that also became the day but anyway that was past but going back to now you're right that you know and i know i'm generalizing now but males tend to be more money oriented you know logical in their thinking and females tend to be big picture and Mm. they think about everything and everybody and multitasking and these are uh stereotypes i know but it's also it it, i mean i see it all the time so when it comes to perception which is i think what you were talking about um the when the children tend to trigger off something in them They need to shift their perception because the world is changing. Generations move on. uh, Generational changes are happening, but sometimes parents are stuck in in their perception. So, yeah, so, so part of the coaching is about helping them to change their perception so that they are helping their children because kids, children's brains are not developed until the age of 25. So they need their parents to be in line and aligned to their problems. Um,
0: their Charlotte, did you have an Oh, yeah, version? I was
1: just going to ask the last one. Um, how can people find out more about you? I'll, I'll let Lena do that. <laughs> Go on,
3: get the young one in to do the socials. Yeah, um, yeah so um, you can find out more on our website. So we've got... Um, healing-feeling.com um, and we are also we have a bit more information about the legacy now campaign that we mentioned so um, so yeah like we said we started off with the um spending time together playing and now we're focusing on managing anxiety in uncertain times yeah so you can find out more about that at parentyourhappychild.com um, then of course you can follow us on Facebook. The page is called Parent Your Happy Child. Instagram, we're at Parent Your Happy Child, um, and you can also find us on Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn if you search for Usha Chudasama. Um, yeah, that's where you can find us, and we're always updating. Um, definitely. In the, the
0: books on Amazon as well, right?
3: The book is on yeah, Amazon exactly. That's right, yeah. So it's called Your Happy Child
0: amazing stuff. Um thank you. And uh, no actually I've got one more question. Should we finish with a uh, with an extra one? I know no, that it's we, not on the list.
1: We've got the time. Yeah.
0: We've, got the we've, time. Got, we've got the time. So talk to me a bit about how you think the changing role of technology plays a role in potentially being uh you know connecting people but also what your thoughts around what we need to be cautious of in terms of if there is anything in terms of how we engage with technology? Cause it, as you say, it's a changing world, isn't it? And, it is. and kids are growing up in a different world to, to, yeah. to, us yeah. maybe.
2: I mean, at the moment, you know, with lockdown and everything, technology has been a lifesaver. Let's just say it's been a lifesaver. Look, we are on Zoom and uh, lots of families have got together via Zoom. I had a lockdown birthday. I had people come into my birthday party from uh, Canada, uh, Tanzania, uh, yes. America, you know, and, and parts of the UK. I would never have had that. Yeah. You know, so technology has been great. It's been you know i've just talked to somebody on the phone just today um somebody's in hospital so you know for at the moment you can't actually go and visit right yeah so
0: there's a way of connecting people it's been vital hasn't it
2: Great, it's been great i mean the downside as far as i'm concerned is that um and i see a lot of it in, in terms of mental health is the the Yeah, the bullying, the bullying that can happen. Um, I think it also stops us from really connecting. Um, Because obviously, when you're face to face with somebody, you can you can look at their body language, you know, facial gestures and all that. And somehow that's a little bit lost when it comes to connecting. And I've seen Even my nieces, nephews, oh, should I have said that? But anyway, it's happened. Um, They sometimes sit in the same room and they are on their phone talking to each other via the phone. (laughs) Does that happen with you as well? I'm not
0: not saying anything.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) I may have done that before. but
0: I think (laughs) we're all guilty of doing that. Yeah, but
2: I think the connection... I think that we have to be more conscious of how we're connecting online. The yeah. uh, children today are not getting the kind of play that they need, and it's through play that they understand and learn about negotiating, uh, talking, um, you know, know, just just connecting, Mm. you know.
0: The interesting thing as well is, you know, a lot of our work at the moment is done on Zoom. We're we're sort of going back to the office next week, hopefully, as long as 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 everything's good. Um, But um, the reality is that what it's shown me is how much I miss actually seeing people Mm. face-to-face, you know, miss that, Yeah, you that.
1: yeah, I mean, my lessons are getting a lot harder because we're doing the majority of them online. I'm only in one day a week now. Yeah. So I,
0: but is it is it the academic side or is it the social side you
1: both. Yeah. It's really hard to do lessons like that because you can't engage with people yeah. and you yeah. can't share ideas with people because we're not actually talking because all of us are not very social people and we <laughs> yeah. no, we don't like putting our mics or our cameras on. So it's just, it's just the teacher yeah. sitting there and in a suppose, bunch of black screen. I suppose
0: if you're in the class, it's just easier for somebody to go, what do you think? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and get yeah. involved.
1: Or to just turn around to the person to the left of you and make a joke about whatever the teacher well,
0: says. Exactly but yeah that just those little moments yeah, are yeah. not there anymore are they nah. no, no they're not there at the moment yeah, they will this, be this two shall pass oh. I've got to get that yeah. this too this two shall pass we know that we're hopefully by this time next year we're going to be okay that's the optimist in me looking forward to the future um, yeah. yeah. lean up uh, uh, I'm, I'm conscious that me and your mum have really monopolized <laughs> this <the> conversation. <laughs> so you keep because I have a lesson to All oh right. To. So uh, Charlotte, Charlotte's going to her lesson, so she's off.
1: So, yeah, lovely Bye. to meet you. Bye. Um,
0: so, help me understand a little bit about um, how you help your mum with the business and what it's like to work with family. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Well, yeah, I help. Be, be honest, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> well, I help a lot um, on the more of the side of like marketing, so I do like all the social media posts and things like that. Um, and then behind the scenes, we'll be like planning what we want to do. So like this legacy now campaign we're doing. Um, we launched an online course back in the first lockdown, oh, yeah. which was basically the book, but in an online course form. So oh, amazing. How did follow that go? Yeah. yeah, which means that some people prefer that to a book, so we thought we'd give both options. Um, so, yeah, just really helping in the background with all the, let's say, techie stuff. And um, helping the workshops when I run the face-to-face workshops. Yeah, exactly. I'm just a helper, like yeah. like Charlotte is for you. Um, <laughs>
0: well, no, no, actually, I've got to give him credit. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte is my co-host. My okay. tech guy is Russ.
3: Uh, Castle, he, he
0: doesn't. He doesn't get enough credit, and he and oh. he's quite shy. So, so are you? Are you going to say say anything, Russ? Yeah is, one oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just I wanted to say thanks for being so amazing. You're more than welcome.
2: <laughs> and you know what? Without the techie people like Russell and Lena, I tell you, I would not, I would, I find it really hard to, to get on and do things.
1: I'm so that,
3: that's where like working with family, like it's fun in a way because you're like, you know, you're sharing a lot of things in your day um yeah the uh, the tricky bit is just like making sure the tech works and i have to like teach mum yeah. the tech <laughs> and uh <laughs> like recently i had a new phone <laughs> and she was helping me out with that that can be challenging but
0: yeah how are the phone's good lives going down
3: yeah, they're going great. We've got one today, actually. We're doing them every Friday. Um, 5.30. And right now we're talking about anxiety and how to manage it in uncertain times. Yeah. So we've had loads of questions come through, so we're happy to answer anything. Um, and we've even had people then contact mum afterwards and kind of inquire about parent coaching. So I think yeah. it's getting through and yeah. we're getting the message across. So we just want to keep on doing that and build our audience really a bit like what you're doing
0: 100 <laughs> all right yeah. thank you so much for joining us on the kindness project we've really enjoyed um speaking to you uh have a lovely day good luck with the facebook live and uh we'll speak to you soon
2: thank you thank you chris honestly it's been a real pleasure thanks so much for having us
0: so that was usha what do you think it was good she's she's a bit of a legend mm-hmm. and a big shout out um to usha for coming on the podcast as a um, parent-daughter team <laughs> because um, uh, thanks to Usha's daughter for coming on as well. It was great to meet both of you, wasn't it? Yep. Tis the end! Oh my God, that one <laughs> <laughs> Tis the end! Okay, well the end of another podcast, my friends, is never the end because we've always got a the little bit... The end is
1: always the beginning
0: the of, begi- something the, entire, beginning of the beginning of the end um, where we answer last week's question this week and last week's question was about dancing and it was uh, what song do you love to dance to the most and what is your go-to dance move so sam chilton was the first to answer um, her song was i think we're alone now now russ i know you did um i know you did i'm too sexy when we uh, recently did um uh, karaoke session just to add. Give us a 1 out of 10 of the, uh, of the songs a, that come I'm up. a fan of Belinda Carlisle. Well, so. that's not Belinda Carlisle, because Belinda Carlisle was Heaven Is A Place On Earth. So, who sang I Think We're Alone Now? I'll only tell you if you give me a little rendition. <laughs> that's just not get, happening. Just give me that later, right? So, um, Tiffany, um, Tiffany did, did Belinda Carlisle, and she's famous in the 80s for just uh, dancing around shopping centers, mate. Then. Yeah. Um, so that was all good. Um, uh, and, and we're getting a little dance from Cassie, just uh, who's wandered into Thanks. the room. Oh. Um, uh, Dave Fulls, like, said, he will dance to pretty much any party classic. Cassie Dames says somebody else's guy, uh, Jocelyn Brown. Um, uh, Phil Fitzgibbon said he's struggling with that one, but he reckons... Uh, the one that springs to mind the most is Uptown Funk. I mean, that is a classic, isn't it? That is an absolute classic. Johnny Piper has picked one of my um, favourite songs to dance around to, um, Jump Around by As A paid. That comes on at a wedding. That is guaranteed to get me on the dance floor. Yeah, I like a bit of Jump Around. That and... Um, oh, um, oh, what's that song? Oh, I can't remember. It will come to me. And Justin Gaffney, and he's a typical of Justin, um, said Madonna's hanky-panky from the Dick Tracy movie soundtrack. (laughs) I was not impressed by that. Um, So, thank you for all of those answers. Uh, Nobody gave us the robot as their go-to dance move. I thought everybody thought their robot was particularly good, but clearly not. You're not reaching the right part of the audience, are you? What do you mean? What should I do? If Crouchy was listening, he'd have the robot. Yeah, he it would. It we need Peter Crouch to listen to the podcast, clearly. <laughs> and on that note, um, that's it for another episode. Bye. See you next time.